Super Talk Mississippi media production. This is Jack Hoffman. For nearly 31 years, Tico Steakhouse has been a staple for fine dining in Jackson, Mississippi. I would like to invite you to come experience our family tradition of our hospitality, sizzling steaks, and healthy poured beverages. East County Lime Road in Ridgeland, 601-956-1030. This is Rebecca Turner, and thank you for listening to the Good Things Podcast here on Super Talk Mississippi. 97.3. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour. Well, I'm going to You're listening to Good Things with Rebecca Turner. Bringing you the good stories of Mississippi's people, places, and things to do. Now, now, here's Rebecca. Good afternoon, Super Talk Mississippi. You are tuned into your radio happy hour. That's the good things. I'm your host, Rebecca Turner. We've got Rhino in studio today. Now, don't forget, you can listen to good things. We are streaming live over at supertalk.fm. We're also streaming from your Super Talk Mississippi app. Of course, you can always find us on your local Super Talk Mississippi radio station. And you can watch good things, too. We are on computer or your mobile device. Just head on over to supertalktv.com. You'll see i got a friend in the studio with me today. Joining us today is Lee Stringer. He's the president and CEO of Fist Squad, which is a combat veteran nonprofit organization. Man, are they up to some good things. And I guess I should start off by saying happy Veterans Day, Lee. Thank you. The happy Veterans Day to you. I'm going to get you to move in front. There you go, of the right. of the mic. Happy Veterans Day to you and to everyone who has served or is serving or is going to serve. I already know a few young men who have answered the call when they graduate um, high school. And so we wouldn't be America without the military and all all that you guys do. So I, I love that we have a day just to simply celebrate all of you. So, But you, you celebrate them every day through Fist Squad. So how many years have you and your buddies been um, doing – Had has Fist Squad been going on? Well, we started in 2016, so six years, going into our seventh year. Going into your seventh year, and I feel like we first met maybe right after you guys got started yes. five years ago, maybe? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure uh, our VP, Peter Griffin, contacted you. With By the way, he told me to tell you that he hates he couldn't be Aww. here and see you and talk to you. Next so, time. Next time, for sure. For sure. Okay, so six years ago, this all started with a few veterans' idea to – it really didn't start out kind of what you're doing now, morphed, but what was the idea in the very beginning? So originally it was just four of us. Uh, we were at drill one weekend, uh, and we were just sitting around talking because several of us were getting promoted or deploying, and we were kind of splitting up. Uh, and one of the things about the military is the camaraderie, but if you don't get to see each other that much, you still have it. It's just you want to be able to hang out. So that's what we did. And we did that for a couple months, and we realized we couldn't just have a reason to hang out. We needed a purpose, and, of course, it was obvious what all of our purpose was, was serving. Uh, and then we wanted to be able to serve our fellow veterans, uh, fellow service members that have served before us uh, as well. So that's where we came up with the idea of Fifth Squad. And Fifth Squad, the the name Fifth Squad is is based off of a formation. Uh, in a formation, you have four squads mm-hmm. that make up a platoon. But you always have people in the back of that, that platoon. They're part of the formation, but they're not part of the formation. And that's how we view Fifth Squad. We are we're all still serving. Well, not all of us are still serving, but a lot of us are still serving. Some of us have retired. Uh, but we're we're all with the military, but we don't want Fifth Squad to be uh, controlled by anything else. We wanted to be a nonprofit and just strictly do what we want to do and how we want to help veterans immediately, and not have to worry about the red tape of 
some other kind of government organization or anything like that. So that's how we got our name. Y'all definitely get to bridge the gap and get, I, I think of you the more I learn, is you sort of get to mediate like those crisis moments for a veteran that there's probably not a formal program or it may take weeks or months for them to go through the, you know, the other kind of paperwork or ladders. And it's simple things like light bills, groceries to bigger things I know that you guys have done that you can be there instantly and sort of help. So in the beginning, when you decided to, to sort of utilize your friend as an opportunity to serve was there one instance that like kind of came to light that made the light bulb go off that there's probably more veterans who need this kind of help or did you already just know that hey this is a need out there and we need to get the word out yeah absolutely uh at the time like i said all four of us were still serving and just talking to fellow national guardsmen that were that were struggling with certain things and just talking in groups you find out that so many people are dealing with so many things and it's a lot of sometimes pride or, or the last minute kind of asking for help and we realized that hey if somebody's getting their lights cut off this afternoon by the time they actually ask for help a lot of times it's too late and we want to be able to prevent that so that's how that's how we came up with the idea of this organization because all we ask is that they've served they completed their enlistment or they you know they were medically discharged or something like that honorably uh, the situation because we want to know what got them in this situation because yes we are that bridge we are a band-aid per se but we don't want to we're not a we're not a crutch that you're just right. going to be able to continue to use um, so we want to know the situation and one of the benefits of myself still serving and, and all of us being veterans is we can talk to another veteran a little bit different than us for lack of better terms a civilian can and I can say hey you know the reason you can't afford your light bill is because you've got all these other things going on and you need to fix that we're going to help you but you need to fix these other things so that you're not in this situation going forward so that's how we end up moving that way and it started with i think six thousand dollars worth of assistance in 2016 uh to right now we're looking at uh 175 veterans and over seventy thousand dollars this year so is it still just the four of you no, we uh, well, it seems like there's only three or four of us that do stuff, but that's with everything. But uh, we we joke about that all the time. We're, we're we've got about ten or twelve members, uh, and then we have three or four times that many supporters that show up to every event. They help out so much, and then ten times that many that are sharing our stuff through social media. And we have sixteen, seventeen thousand followers through our social media now. That's all over the world. I mean, we just sent stuff to Germany, to Kuwait, to some other parts of the, the world that we can't really talk about just because they see our stuff and they want to support it all over. Because what you're doing, you're, you're vets that are helping veterans, and you do have that sort of language there, and I'm sure it's through word of mouth that you guys aren't going to judge, or you're not, I mean, you may ask questions, but in a, a you know very respectful way, right. and that it's you know kind of a no strings attached, like you're really there just to sort of help. And I can see where the word would get out, and obviously there's probably more need than even the big you know um the amount that your your gifts have grown over the last six years so how do you sleep at night knowing that that's you know that's a revolving kind of a revolving door of need versus funds to be able to to help it, it you know that's a great question uh i don't if you talk to our our vp pete i don't think you've ever talked to him when he didn't mention fifth squad and i think that's it's always on our mind especially our very active members you don't you, it's because somebody's got to do it and we we feel like they wouldn't be in the situation if other organizations were helping so we we've taken that 
for lack of better terms, again, burden mm-hmm. on ourselves to say, hey, if if we don't assist, then nobody else is going to. No one else is going to. So it, it's, a, it's a lot. I mean, it, it's, it's a part of who I am. Uh, a lot of people see me all the time. They don't even know my name. They just say, hey, you know, he's, he's with Fist Squad. And I'm okay with that. You know, I love it uh, because I'm proud of it. And because over the last six years, man, y'all have been everywhere. I right. mean, you will put up a, a tent or talking about Pete. He will talk in terms of wherever you're at. And so you know that they're passionate sort of about the mission. So it started, you know, obviously in central Mississippi. But you guys have grown and expanded all over the state. Where where are some of the places if folks listening have said, you know what? Yeah, I've seen the Fifth Squad gang there. Yeah, so we actually have an event that we're working with uh, a company, a light show company. I apologize. They called me on the way over here, but up in Olive Branch uh, coming up in December. We do events down in Hattiesburg. We're trying to branch out towards the coast. Uh, Orange Beach. I'm not. Excuse me, not Orange Beach, but Gulfport. We wouldn't hate you for that. Oh, no, exactly. I mean, I'll, I'll be totally okay with going to spend a weekend in Orange yeah. Beach. Uh, but we are. We assist all over the state. We have actually gotten to the point now to where we're able to assist outside of Mississippi, uh, as long as the veteran is affiliated with Mississippi, whether they served with the Mississippi National Guard or something like that, uh, because. The, the problem is not just with Mississippi. And like you and I right. spoke before we came on, our ultimate goal is to have a fifth squad chapter in each state because too often when an organization gets really large, it's hard for them to focus on on the immediate needs, and we want each state to be able to take care of their own veterans. And oftentimes, you've got the folks that are the veterans who wanted to do it. They just need the blueprint on how it. How did you get this done? How do you raise the money? You know, the brand's already built, so I can see where those chapters could start popping up um, in other states. It feels like you are like the ER center for veterans, and it's like a crisis triage sort of moment. Forgive me for watching my Chicago Med <laughs> too much with my kid. Um, but, I mean, do you get calls, like, all the time? How do y'all sort of, um, you know, filter in the calls for help? Yeah, well, so that is that is something that is a challenge a lot of times because a lot of the veterans we deal with um, are elder, elder veterans that don't have the capability to be able to email or find a two, DD Form 214, which is a, a statement of service. Uh, for instance, you know, we just spoke. I just got married uh, on the 29th. Uh, of October and on the 28th I'm going around doing all kind of a million different things trying to get everything done and I had a gentleman that was he was a very elderly gentleman that needed some groceries and he has gone to different uh, shelters he had gone to different food pantries and was not having any luck and we don't give any money directly to a veteran what we do is for instance with the groceries is we have a, a Walmart grocery account to where they can log into it with our information purchase select groceries then we go in and purchase them well, that took an all-day affair, but I had to be on the phone with him all day doing that. Uh, but most of the time, we deal with email. That's the easiest way for us to do it. That's the easiest way. The easiest way to learn more about Fist Squad is stick with us. we got more for you coming up next.
positive and stories that make you smile. This is Good Things with Rebecca Turner on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. veterans a happy veterans day and don't forget you can watch good things we are on your computer or your mobile device just head on over to supertalktv.com we are continuing our conversation with lee stringer he's the president and ceo of fist squad here in mississippi it's a combat veteran nonprofit organization and gosh y'all really are up to some good things and you were sharing with the fact that every call that comes in or email is a little bit different it's individualized in the need it's not just these blanketed oh here for this and here for that and so it is very time intensive and so if someone's listening and they think man i got a veteran or i am a veteran who may need a need what is the most efficient way to maybe get to fifth squad the the quickest and easiest way for us to be able to assist and for them to be able to contact us is through our website it's www.5th sqad.com fifth squad.com we have a contact us button and it'll it asks the questions what we need so that we don't have to go back and forth and i'll I'll be honest with you rebecca sometimes we've been able to help within the first 10 minutes of being contacted uh so the quicker we can get the information that we need just verifying that they are a veteran and the need we're able to assist immediately and we're we're actually hiring someone in january uh, that's going to be able to cover that stuff full time for us. That's going to it's going to allow us to be able to assist even more veterans. I like the idea or that you mentioned, Lee, the fact that, you know, you're not just handing out money to people who call. And I think as someone who would support the organization, that gives me comfort to know that because, you know, you don't want to think that anybody would jip a system. Right. But but we live in the real world. And to know that you guys do your due diligence to make sure that it is a vet who is asking for help and that they have a legitimate need. And then you do fill it. It's not just a handout or just, you know, or that sort of way. And that makes me as somebody who wants to support go okay great you know like this is what I can get behind and it takes a lot of people getting behind what you guys are doing to help more veterans and I love Hammy on our ceasefire text line he's like please get Lee to talk about the ruck coming up which I love I was like I'm going to let him talk about the ruck and so you guys have a few signature events I feel like Memorial Day will be another signature event after the one the success that you guys had this past uh, this past year but the ruck has been going on for how many years so this is our seventh annual ruck for rugrats uh we started uh, like i said in 2016 with about 35 people uh rucking from about seven miles at the time because we're a little overzealous uh to the children's of mississippi hospital this year we we have since then we have grown uh last year we had over 600 people register so we realized that hey that was a little bit of a challenge for the logistics of getting everybody back to the start point so our seventh annual ruck for rugrats this year will be december 10th and we will start at Veterans Memorial Stadium. We were already working with him. If, if uh, Coach Prime is listening, we'd love for him to have a. He listens be out to there. good things oh, every I bet he day. Does. So we need to make sure he comes on out there with his team. With his team, but we will start at Veterans Memorial. We'll go around the Fondren area, go down to Smith Wheels, come up around the Floors Bluff, uh, Mississippi National Guard Joint Force Headquarters, and then come back to the Children's of Mississippi Hospital. 
uh, Miss Jennifer Hospidor. She is great. She she's gonna have her whole staff out there, and hopefully, we'll some of the children that aren't too that are able to be able to come down and, and meet us and things like that. And we'll give them the toys, and then once we're done, we'll just walk across State Street, and they'll everybody will be done, and then we'll all hang out in the Fondren area afterwards. So explain us non-military people. What is a ruck? A ruck is a, a fancy arm or a military term for a, a big backpack. Uh, that's what the uh, military moms call that diaper bags. Right. Yeah. Exactly. So <laughs> the military wants to save money, so they throw everything they can on a on a service member's back and say, "Hey, you just carry it." So that's what we do. So instead of carrying equipment, we're going to carry toys. So you don't have to show up with a ruck. You can show up with a backpack if you want to carry a diaper bag full of toys. We would love it. Uh, and it's open to the public, um, children, parents. We, you know, don't drop your kids off because we're not going to take care of them. Let's be honest with you. Uh, we don't need. We're them. not watching. Them. Right, we're not watching them. No. Uh, but we would love for everybody. We've had people come out with strollers, uh, their their dogs. Um, we have the Rankin County Sheriff's Department escorts us with one of their giant M wraps and. Uh, a lot of other organizations will be out there with us. We have a bunch of Jeep, a Jeep organization that's going to be out there with us, escorting us. So it's it's a big deal. We're going to take over the whole area on December tenth. So, is it still seven miles? No, it's about four miles. Okay, so, and it's it's slow. It's a it's we start together, we finish together. We call it a morale rug. So. so it should take what about a little over an hour? Uh, yeah, it'll take about an hour to hour and a half to get there. Then we'll be on site for about 45 minutes to an hour, taking pictures and, and talking to everyone. Where did the presents come from? Uh, so you can purchase presents from our Amazon link that is provided. We built it based off of the needs of the hospital. Because the needs for the children in the hospital sometimes are different than what you would potentially buy for your child for Christmas. That's correct. So you can buy stuffed animals and things like that. So they provide us a list of exactly what they need. And this is ages from newborn all the way to 18-year-olds. So you don't think about headphones or something like that. when you typically think of children so it's a lot of items like that so we built the list on our amazon register you can search fist squad or ruck for rugrats and it'll it'll buy those items and it'll you can either send them to your house and bring them or it'll send them to our headquarters and we'll bring them the morning of and then we show up and we get our backpack and we just walk together and then we get to see the children or at least see the delivery right and meet a few kids and then have some fellowship after and so every dollar raised through this goes right back into fist squad being able to help veterans in need here in mississippi or connected to mississippi for the rest of the year yes ma'am is this by far y'all's largest fundraiser uh no actually i wouldn't say it's our it's our largest event as gotcha. far as participation uh we do a couple of golf tournaments uh that are sponsored by by great companies around Mississippi and in the country, honestly, like Milwaukee Tool and several banks like Bank Plus, First Bank, that have supported us. Uh, so those would be our largest fundraisers. This is just our largest participation because one of the, the reasons we like Fist Squad is because we don't we would love for people to just give us a check. Don't get me wrong, but we also feel like a lot of people get more out of being involved in something. Uh, that's one of the reasons why the Ruck for Rugrats is so big because it's so rewarding. I mean, it's holiday season. It's a giving time, uh, and to be able to just put a smile on a kid's face for even if just for a moment when they're not able to go home for Christmas. And to know too that your time and energy is going to linger. The good things are going to linger all throughout the year. How, go, where do we go to sign up for that? You can sign up on our Facebook page, uh, Fifth Squad. Uh, you can go to our website. Uh, you can look us up on Eventbrite, Fifth Squad. Uh, there's several different places. 
or uh, you can email our VP, Peter, at org. He would love to help you out. <laughs> he would love to help you out. He's the kindest customer service y'all, right. y'all, could, uh, right. y'all could ever have. Okay, what if someone's listening to good things, though, uh, Lee, and says, you know, I, I live a little too far, can't drive in. Obviously, they can help with the toys and such, but they like this idea of somehow helping Fist Squad out in their area. I mean, I'm sure you're open to suggestions or uh, in terms of um, events or things as well. Yeah, absolutely. If if you know of events that are going on in your area that are that are supportive to the military or veteran community, or even if they're not, we can contact us through our email, fifthsquad at fifthsquad.org. Uh, if you would like to contact us on our website, you can do that. We, we would love to come be involved in more events. Or if you want to make a donation, you can make it through our website. Uh, it's tax deductible, of course, because we are a 501c3, and we will send you your letter because uh, everybody likes to save a little money too, you know. So, but <laughs> we we would love any support we can. So feel free. It, it doesn't matter what idea or how crazy you think it is. Somehow, some way, we'll be able to get involved. And I think it's just you. I mentioned, are you? Or I said to you earlier, Lee, here on Good Things. Are you surprised at how it's grown over the last six years? And you said no. I'm not surprised. Uh, I've always felt like that that it had the potential to just blow up. And my dream and my vision uh, for our organization is to be across the country. Like I said, we have a chapter in every state and them taking care of their veterans. Um, We need the support of our community. We need the support of businesses around the state because the money doesn't just come from anywhere. And we're not going to stop paying bills. As long as we have money, even if it goes down to our last $5, we're going to help. But we need the support. And thanks to you for having us on the show and for so many other people for supporting the organization. We're going to continue to grow, uh, without a doubt. I mean, I joke all the time about how one day somebody from Fifth Squad is going to be sitting on Fox News talking about how it started on a tailgate in <laughs> Hattiesburg, Kemp, Shelby, Mississippi. So. Well, I don't know people there, but I feel like they listen to good things, too. Of so between should. Coach Prime and Fox News, you should you should definitely <laughs> get the word out. But no, I, I think the, the one thing I love, too, about y'all's stories is veterans that you help end up coming back and serving and volunteering at your events, which goes to show that how humbled they are, but also honored that this is you know out there for, for meeting those individuals uh, when they're really at their worst or at, at a moment of their worst. And so that's what Mississippi does. We rise up and we help each other, and why not help our veterans? So. All right, Lee, round us back to all the websites and the Facebooks and all the things. All right, so Facebook and Instagram, Fifth Squad. Our website, fifthsquad.com. Uh, you can search us on any one of those platforms. Uh, Eventbrite is where you can sign up for the RUC or through our social media and our website. All righty. Well, final happy Veterans Day. Thank you Thank very you for much. Your service. Thanks for having me again. All right, y'all stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She looks healthy and sane. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. 
better prepared this week. Rano, I know what this is. I know it's coming up. It's Wakanda. I'm going to say it right. Mm-hmm. Forever. I think it's how they say it. <laughs> And so that's Friday here on Good Things, which means we've got Tanya in the house to talk movies and to say that this one has been, I guess, anticipated or a lot of, you know, waiting for it uh, would be an understatement. And it's here. It is here finally. And I did get to see it last night and it does not disappoint. Good. Let me just tell you. Because there's so many things they have that, that that's fragile that they have to acknowledge right. and deal with. And they do that, and they do it beautifully. I mean, I couldn't have written it. Well, of course, I couldn't have written it better. <laughs> but I don't think anybody couldn't have my written draft, it. But <laughs> Unfortunately, they passed on mine. But uh, I don't think anybody could have done a better job. I mean, so first of all, do not be late because the opening, uh, you know, sequence is something that you don't want to miss so um just keep that in mind but we start off and i'm not giving anything away because we saw some of this in the trailer but you start off with um king t'challa's funeral and angela bassett and letitia wright as black panther's mother and sister they were just incredible. Their faces, I mean, some of the best acting. And I've always said Marvel got it right because they get really good actors, and they proved it in this. Um, and then right after that is another little tribute. And let me just tell you, I ugly cried four times. Oh, God, I can't handle it. <laughs> and I was, like, trying to contain myself because <laughs> I was sitting close to other people. But I wasn't the only one. I heard a lot of sniffles. But um, I just felt like they did a great job of honoring not only the character, um, but the real Chadwick, you know, the actor. And so, um, anyway, I just, I couldn't have. Was any of this, do you know if this movie was in the making or in the works pre his passing in real life? I know that it had already been greenlit. And now, and I think Ryan Coogler that directed it, I think had already uh, kind of outlined what he wanted to do and that's something I would love to know and I'm sure it's out there like what would they have done had he you know not, yeah because yeah. I mean this is a you know a whole new story um whole new you know um scenery we learn about new worlds um but the it's a beautiful movie to watch the music is incredible it is pg-13 um, and there are some scary scenes. There was one time I jumped out of my chair. <laughs> so I would definitely say your little kids don't need to go uh, see it. And um, anyway, but yeah, so we start off with the funeral. And then um, Angela Bassett as queen um, of Wakanda is making it known to the rest of the world who very much wants um, their their big resource, uh, the plutonium uh, and she's making it clear it stays with them and nobody else is going to get it because everybody else wants it to use as weapons uh, or to make weapons. And so that's kind of how we start out off and you see um, some a threat come to Wakanda to try to, to steal that. Um, and I'm, I feel like I'm stuttering because I don't want to mess up and tell you something and spoil it. Because when I watched it, I had no idea what was coming. And I think 
that really made it even more enjoyable. enjoyable. But um, anyway, so we get to see, uh, you know, great action fighting. Um, but anyway, Wakanda and its people is having to fight off a lot of people who want what they have. You know, now the world knows about it. So to the ending, is there the ending for... Yes, so make sure... How Marvel does it? Yeah, mid-credit, there's a great scene. It is something that, um, you know, really advances the story, um, so you don't want to miss it. You know, usually it's something that's kind of cute or a hint, but to me this is a big one. Um, But the post-credit credits... There's nothing. So, how long did you stay there waiting? I stayed there like (laughs) me and about 15 people. Everybody else left, so they obviously did their homework. Uh, So, anyway, after the first bonus scene, you're free to go. You're free to go. That's fine. I'd have been there too. Like, wait, I don't want to miss it. What could possibly else be coming out, though, this weekend up against it? Well, there's one that's limited release, um, and it is the. Will Ferrell, Ron Reynolds, um, kind of current adaptation of A Christmas Carol. And um, it is only in limited theaters this weekend. Um, And then it's going to be widely released next week along with showing it, streaming it on Apple TV. What's the name of it? Um, Oh, gosh. I forgot to. um, It's one word. now I feel like we're playing um, Pictionary. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I was uh, like, we'll find it, though. <laughs> but Will plays the ghost of Christmas present, and Ryan is the guy that, you know, they're trying to fix his life. Um, and then Octavia Spencer's always also in it, and she's always so good in everything. And it is PG-13, too. Um, I'm trying to see. Why can't I find I it? I keep wanting to say pring, uh, Kringle, but spirited. it's not. Spirited. spirited. Thank you. It's like, <laughs> come save us, Rhino. We're all drowning in here. <laughs> I know. I was so blown away by Black Panther. I like didn't really look up anything else because I was like, everybody has to go see this yeah. movie. I mean, if you do one thing this weekend, go see Black Panther. And you need to see it in the theater. Definitely. I mean, it will eventually be on Disney Plus, I'm sure. But I'm sure this is the one, kind of like Top Gun. Yeah. That needs to be seen. And this is by far one of the best Marvel movies. I mean, I would rank it up there easily, number one or two. I mean, it was so good. And in the original one, one of the like top movies that even Top Gun finally surpassed like didn't the original black panther yeah. like break all kinds of it did and this one is on pace to do that too or the pre i mean the post pandemic numbers um they're saying after this weekend it should easily be in number three but i i wouldn't be surprised if it's more um the only thing that's hurting it is some of other countries aren't going to show it you know um but this one is the 30th film in the marvel cinematic universe and then um it's also the final film in what they call Phase Four, um, and you know the the phases are. I can't believe we're already on four. Like I was thinking we were in Phase Two, but they they base those phases based on the years. So this is one of the first ones that has movies and television series. So, um, so there'll be a television series connected to it. Um, not this, but I mean just the Phase Four. Um, you know, umbrella includes some of the TV series we've seen, like it kicked off with WandaVision. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, here we are, we're ending it with this movie. 
there's so many things I want to ask, but I know it's like, you know, I don't, <laughs> I don't want you to ruin it for me. And I know you don't want to ruin it for, for other people, but it makes you think now, like looking back to the last one, what was Michael B. Jordan? Was that his name? You're like, man, yeah. I wish he wouldn't have died. You know, yeah. like maybe, they, but I'm sure they handle it. Yeah, he's such you know he's such a good actor. Before the movie starts, and I know every theater is different, but the trailers are so good. And he's coming out. I mean, a new movie coming out with him, this the sequel to Creed. Um, and um, yeah, we got a um, Mission Impossible. Oh yeah, preview. That. So that one's on the horizon. So lots of good stuff coming. But yeah, so Letitia Wright that plays. Shuri, um, Black Panther's sister, she really, you know, in the first movie we saw her, she was kind of the comic relief, you know. And in this one, she shows her acting chops. I mean, she's really a great dramatic actress. Um, And then, of course, Angela Bassett as the queen. Uh, There's nothing she can do wrong, and she's just as good as ever. And she has a new hairdo in this one, and it's uh, gray, short and gray. And I feel like that's going to be a very popular hairstyle after people go and see this movie. Embrace the wisdom. Yes. (laughs) That your hair is trying to give you. Yeah. (laughs) What's interesting when you think about it, like, well, now I'm going to have to watch to see if that sort of transpires into how people, you know, people get inspired by all hair, like trends and things. You never, you never know what will spark that. Yeah. And this movie has such, I mean, you know, in, in addition to the beautiful scenery, the great music, the costumes are incredible. I mean, I how just, long is it? Sometimes oh, Marvel can yeah, get long. Yeah, this is a long one. Um, it is two hours and forty-eight minutes, oh. I believe. And then by the time you tack on previews and all that, you're looking at a solid three hours. So get the big popcorn. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and extra snacks for that. Yeah, and I would say don't get the big drink though because you're not going to want to get up and go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> that is going to be uh, that's some good advice, man. That is kind of long, but at least you know going into it. And it sounds like again, this is just one that needs to be seen in the in the theaters. You don't want to yeah, miss out on that. Yeah, for sure. All righty, Tanya, thank you for your time. You guys stick with us. We got more for you coming up next. Rebecca Turner. She's smart and pretty. Good Things with Rebecca Turner continues on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome 
back to good things. Don't forget, we are streaming over at supertalk.fm. You can always find us on your local Supertalk Mississippi radio station. You can also stream us from your Supertalk Mississippi app, where you can also get one of your local football games tonight. High school football is winding down, I think, here in Mississippi. But Supertalk still has you covered. You can catch a local game on just about every Supertalk Mississippi station. You can stream it for, stream a ton of those games, too, and get up-to-the-minute scores from across the entire state if you go to supertalk.fm slash high school. But if you do open that app, then you can click sports and get everything you need to know there. If you want to know more about what's going on on the fields tonight, then check out the Farm Bureau Insurance Company scoreboard show at 10 p.m. Oh, that would be after. If you want to know what happened after, (laughs) then you can tune in at 10 p.m. on uh, Friday night, wherever you listen or watch um, good things. And I do mean like winding down, right, Rhino? Because I feel like they're in the the play. I know the playoffs, the playoffs, right? Yes. Playoffs have started for every classification of public high school football and all others. All right, so that should be some exciting times. Also, sad times too, because this is the winding down for so many kiddos uh, before you know of their football career. So, just make sure you soak it all in and enjoy every moment. I enjoyed the moment though of seeing the Northwest Rankin High School volleyball team. They traveled to the Mississippi Veterans Memorial Cemetery in Newton this past week, and the Lady Cougars assisted in putting out the American flags to honor the veterans there. And I thought that was really cool. If you want to catch the photos from that, you can over on the Good Things uh, Facebook group. And here we are talking about rifling again. I feel like I'm going to get to know this sport before we're done here on Good Things. I saw where Ole Miss alum and 2021 Tokyo Olympian Allie Wise, we talk about her often here on Good Things, she just racking up on all the medals everywhere she goes. So she won world somewhere else, and I guess there was another world somewhere else. (laughs) You wonder how sometimes these um, championship kind of um, channels work. But she was in Peru. She won gold, silver, and decided to bring home a bronze, too, um, last week. So she she got she added three medals to her um, to her tally there. The air rifle sharpshooter. She set the 10 millimeter air rifle world record Tuesday, firing a blistering 635.3 the qualifying stages and I could go on and share but I don't know what I'm talking about when it comes to how they score I do understand gold silver and bronze though and that um, she still carries her um, Ole Miss sort of pride with her wherever she goes and so I think that's pretty cool as well we'll be looking for her in the upcoming Olympics but first we have to get through World Cup right how many days? We are nine days away from first kick and ten days away from U.S.'s first match against Wales. So, all right, we got to gear this up. This is the last how non-World do, Cup weekend. How do we? How are we getting prepared? What exercises are we doing? What are we putting on our like? How are we working out our um, checklist or whatever you call those things brackets to get us to Thanksgiving Day or after day? Well, yeah, I mean the first one will be on the. 21st so it'll be next monday that'll be the first u.s match and then we have that'll be usa versus wales and then on black friday it'll be england versus usa and then the following tuesday i think it's tuesday you have usa versus iran so that's the group stage and in the group stage you need to either win the group or come in second in the group so you need to be in the top half of the group to move out of round robin play into the knockout rounds 
which is the round of 16, and then the winners move on to the round of eight, and then you got the semifinals and the finals. Gotcha. If all was said and done, when's the big mamma jamma, the Super Bowl? Uh, the final match will be late November, late or middle December. Gotcha. I haven't even looked at far so it ahead. Takes, it just takes. Has, has the U.S. It's ever, about a month for the tournament. Has the U.S. ever made it there? Uh, not to the finals. No. Where are the finals? In the host country, Qatar. Qatar. Will you be going if U.S. makes it? No. Oh darn! You're not one of those people. It's like, well. We'll get I can't afford it. I know. <laughs> you could sell a kidney. <laughs> we figured, I'd have to sell both of them to make we it. We would start a GoFundMe for you to go to go to Qatar if if the United States made it that. Made no, it that the U.S. Long. the the closest they've made it in modern history was in 2002, when they were in the quarterfinals against Germany with a Scottish referee, who I'm not even going to say his name because he's that bad. He was completely blind to a handball on the goal line by the Germans that would have tied the game. So, yeah. Better much? Just a little bit. Just a little bit. Uh, he's he's not even at the top of the list of referees that uh, deserve everything bad. Coman Koulibaly would be the worst, but yeah. Well, I'm gearing up. You're, I'm going to get alert on. I'm getting flashcards or on my soccer speech and knowing when to watch it or what to look for because. Yeah, it's an exciting time, though. I think it's pretty cool. All right, you guys stick with us. we got more for you coming up next. You've got Sports Talk from 3 to 6. But Rano and I will meet you back here Monday at 2. But until then, I hope you all find time for the good things. Talk Mississippi Media Production.